Hardin Columbus de Vries was born on November 13, 1854, in Grayson, Virginia, the son of Risley J. de Vries and Abasha Bartlett de Vries. Abasha was of Welsh descent. Risley and Abasha de Vries moved from North Carolina to Virginia soon after their marriage in the early 1840s. Hardin was the ninth child in the family of 13, which included three daughters and ten sons. Hardin married Emma Catherine Wolfe on May 6, 1880, in Virginia. Emma was born on November 6, 1857, in Marion, Virginia. She was the youngest of five children born to Roland Wolfe and Elizabeth Betsy Lockard Wolfe. Roland had previously been married to Jane Anderson, and together they had six children. The same month Emma was born, her father passed away at the age of 62 years. Hardin and Emma had nine children, Albert, Laura, Roland, Oscar, Arthur, Leota, John, Georgia, and Ethel. Emma had inherited two farms after her father's death. Hardin would have nothing to do with horses or mules. He only raised oxen. Hardin decided to move from Virginia to Tennessee around the turn of the century, so they sold the farms and moved. Emma was a healthy and active woman for her entire life. She enjoyed sewing and often walked into town to shop for fabric for her sewing projects. When she was 65 years old, Emma walked two miles to Kingsport to do some shopping on a cold, snowy winter day. She was extremely chilled when she returned home and subsequently came down with pneumonia. She died 10 days later on January 28, 1923. Georgia and Ethel were still living at home when their mother died. Georgia had been married and divorced and had a two-year-old daughter, Elva Nadine. In September of that year, Georgia married Frank Etchy and moved to Ohio. Hardin and his youngest daughter moved in with Laura, so Ethel would not be home alone while her father was working long hours in the fields. Hardin was not happy when Ethel got married in 1924 and moved to Colorado. He missed his youngest daughter very much, and he often called his other daughters and granddaughters Ethel by mistake. Hardin never drank alcohol, smoked cigarettes, or chewed tobacco, but he went out to the back porch and smoked a pipe after each meal. Hardin attended the First Baptist Church and was well-liked in the community. Hardin was a strict father, but his children respected him. Hardin worked right up until about two weeks before he passed away. He was ill with Bright's disease, a chronic kidney disorder, for almost a year before his death on December 9, 1929. Life in Tennessee, 1900 the DeFries family moved to Blountville, Tennessee at the end of the 19th century. The county seat of Sullivan County, Blountville is an unincorporated town with a population of slightly more than 3,000 at the present time. Blountville is part of the Tri-Cities metro area, which includes Kingsport, Bristol, and Johnson City. This area of Tennessee is separated from Kentucky and Virginia by the Cumberland Mountains. An abundance of mineral springs are found in this part of the state. The Holston River provides water power for the large manufacturing industries in the area. One hundred years before the DeFries family moved to Blountville, the area was a Native American hunting ground, an unbroken forest with no villages or permanent habitations. A flint mine was located on a farm just over a mile east of Blountville. Local Native American tribes secured materials for arrowheads and other weapons from the mine. The Cherokee tribe was in possession of the land now known as Sullivan County when the first white people arrived. In 1863, during the Civil War, the Sullivan County Courthouse burned to the ground during the Battle of Blountville. 
The courthouse was rebuilt in 1866, and a new building was erected in 1920. At the turn of the century, there were no modern conveniences. Traveling salesmen made the rounds since there were few stores, and most families raised chickens and gathered eggs for food. Many people owned cows and milked as many as 10 to 12 each day. Women were especially busy. Along with their children, they picked wild fruit and berries to make as many as 50 pints of jam in one year. They baked bread while wearing a checkered apron to protect their clothing. They carried wood inside to keep the fire burning and the house warm in the winter, and they sometimes melted snow and used it for water. Women made their own candles, sewed underwear using flour sacks and sugar sacks, and attended sewing bees at the homes of their neighbors. There was no mail delivery, and sometimes people walked up to two miles to the post office to pick up their mail, 